Hey bestie, welcome to the Spoiled Girly Support Group podcast, where we talk about how to get that bag while also securing our own bag. I'm your host Elle, and let's get into it. Today's episode is the Sprinkle Sprinkle. Okay, I'm going to expose myself. I have been on the Sprinkle Sprinkle for a while now. Okay, I hate to be that hipster type of person, like, oh, I knew about this band before it was cool, but I'm glad that Shara is getting the traction that she's getting. But if you don't know what the Sprinkle Sprinkle is, so there's a YouTuber, her name is Shara. She's been doing this for like about a decade now, and she's really big on YouTube, and she does these lives, and they're like, three hours long and if you don't want to watch the lives there's people who have been taking her lives and turning them into tiktoks and there's just a lot of nuggets of wisdom there okay i get it people are turned off by i guess the darkness and they say the narcissism and just the openness about using men for their money but one thing we need to keep in mind is that we always need to be in discernment so whenever you get these messages from online you need to pick and choose what works for you and then drop what doesn't so i'm gonna play you a couple videos of the sprinkle sprinkle and like where the sprinkle sprinkle comes from okay let's do it i'm not bringing nothing to the table baby sprinkle sprinkle if you want a woman to bring something to the table go to ihop Go to the restaurant where you can tip her, baby. Sprinkle, sprinkle. Because if I bring something to the table, you're going to be mad because it's going to be another man who's going to not ask me to bring something to the table. And he's going to take care of the bill, them kids, and everybody else. And you, if you look broke. I'm not bringing nothing to the table, baby. Sprinkle, sprinkle. Okay, so that's honestly the sprinkle, sprinkle summed up. A short summary of what the sprinkle, sprinkle is... Obviously, this is my definition and what I perceive the Sprinkle Sprinkle to be before the no nuance that always come in here and tell me that, oh, she's only teaching you how to be a gold digger, this and this. Yeah, she probably is. But like I said, whenever you come across messages online, like you just need to take into account like the context that it's said in and who's saying it, okay? And what you can gain from it. I feel like people are so stuck. Like they want everyone to be everything for them. Like develop a personality. You are an amalgamation of all the messages that you consume. So develop who you're going to be. Pick and choose from the messages that you're listening to. And if you think that a message is crap, then don't pick it up. But let me show you a TikTok of someone sharing how the Sprinkle Sprinkle has changed her life and why she's so grateful for Shara, queen mother of the Sprinkle Sprinkle. Okay, Shara has changed my perspective about so much. So I'm in Greece right now. I'm on an island and a Greek waiter wanted to take me out for a drink. And I was like, no, 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 it's okay, it's okay. And then he asked me again and I was like, okay. I let this man buy me two glasses of wine, which old me, recovering Pikmisha me, would have been like, oh, let me pay, let me pay, because I don't want to feel like indebted to you, like, I don't want to feel like you're, like, expecting something from me, but this time I was like, no, it makes him feel like a man to buy me two glasses of wine, even though I felt like I was robbing the poor because I'm in a Greek island and he's a waiter. And I'm like, I definitely make more money than you, honey. But I don't care. It makes you feel like a man to provide for me, sir. And he was very grateful to do it. And he was very 
very quote-unquote traditional you know he's like no i want to buy this for you so and i told him that's amazing because the u.s is not like that <laughs> feminism has gone too far anyway thank you shira i just got two glasses of wine in greece and you're the one that i can thank okay a lot to unpack there let's talk about the terminology okay Pikmishas. So Pikmishas are the Pikmi girlies. They're the ones who call the spoiled girlies the Pikmis, but the Pikmishas, they're the ones who lower their standards so that below bare minimum low effort men can access them. They're the ones who tell women that you should be splitting bills. You should be bending over backwards just so you can get the attention of men. Men are not meal tickets. You should be paying half C's on a date that men ask you out on, but actually actually you should ask me that on dates too you should audition to further a man's genetic line like that is what pikmishas do the thing is they're free to do that they're free to engage in their pikmisha activities but it's the people around them who are suffering the consequences of their pikmisha activities alongside the pikmishas themselves so here's a revelation i was a pikmisha i was such a hater <laughs> can you blame me Okay, we are products of our environments. Obviously, it's an insult to our own agency to say that we're completely products of our environment. But, you know, I was young, impressionable, eager to please, eager to fit in. And honestly, the environment I was in, it rewarded being a pikmisha, okay? So I was a pikmisha. I would settle for 50-50 dates. I would settle for men who weren't really interested in me. But I felt like I was not succeeding in life if I was single and if I was not getting the attention and validation of men. To my detriment, like, the attention and validation of men can can be profitable even in career in personal relationships but it has to be the right man okay here's the conflict so a lot of pikmishas the real 50 50 pikmi girlies they call the spoiled girlies the pikmis like we're out here we're dressing girly we're wearing pink we're leaning into our femininity trying to be high value women all for the attention and validation of men but what is lost here in the pikmisha universe is that we do these things for ourselves like i like taking care of myself and setting these standards so i can protect myself from a low bare minimum low effort men like this is not so I could be like, oh, hi, high value men, pick me. No, like spoiled girlies, they develop themselves, they cultivate themselves to be high value. Basically, high value just means that you have high value and you command the best mates in the dating market. So a lot of people are turned off by that. Like, oh, we're not for sale. In refusing to objectify yourself, you are actually selling yourself short. You do not want to be objectified. So you settle for the breadcrumbs. You settle for the bottom of the barrel in the dating market. Yeah, let that sink in. Like you equate commanding high investment from people to objectifying yourself. But that's not what this is. It's all about getting what you are due, getting the respect and the investment that you are due. Because a lot of the pygmishas, they don't recognize this. They refuse to recognize this. Oh my gosh. Men and women are not the same. 
So for men, the way they love, they love with their resources. They love with their effort. They love with how much they sacrifice to access you. So Pygmatius, they refuse to recognize this. And maybe they have recognized this, and this is where the hatred comes from. Of all the Pygmatia content online that I see, they're always so angry. And they're always just like so miserable. And it's even in their names. Like one of the usernames was like something something misery. Like what? And I'll get into this too. Is that a lot of unhappy people, they wear it as a badge of honor that they're unhappy. So they're unhappy with themselves. So they will project their unhappiness into the world. And... That's just sad. And like I said, I was a Pygmatia. I was there. So like, I already know the thought process that Pygmatias have. And it's just not a good thought process, not a good mindset to be in. Because you're looking at all these other women who are getting good treatment from other men. And you're feeling like, why her? Why not me? What's wrong with me that I'm not getting what she's getting? And I secretly want that. But okay, here. I have this book like always within reach. Like it's never like 10 feet away from me. JK, obviously that's an exaggeration. Come on. They're always so angry at the spoiled girlies, right? But in the 40 laws of power the 36th law of power disdain things you cannot have if you're gonna read any book this year please add this to your list because it just explains so much honestly it can feel kind of disgusting when you're reading it but it's just giving me so much peace whenever people try me i just read that book and i'm like oh that's whatever law of power and they're trying to get at my power and that's why they're like that and you know what that's just how they are like they're really trying out here but no i can do better so the Pygmatias, they're exercising that law of power. They're disdaining what they cannot have. They're disdaining the protection and the provision. And they're actually demonizing it. A woman getting what she is due in the dating market, a woman not being taken advantage of by men is disdainful. Like, oh, they're financially disadvantaging themselves. Although we're out here getting college degrees, getting graduate degrees, starting businesses, keeping jobs but because a man is paying for your bills paying for your existence at whatever level he is able and willing to you get to save and invest a lot more of your money with less stress like you know what i'm talking about women really having the time of their lives is somehow disdainful to them so that's just telling of their character honestly pick Misha's, that's what she was talking about i'm so happy that the person who made that video she felt like her mindset changed because of Shara. You know, she's not out here finessing men for big money. She learned how to accept a man's gifts. Like, and she also recognized that that man felt good. Like, he felt good buying her drinks. Men they feel that like that's how they are. Like, can we once and for all accept that men and women are different? And that's okay. They love differently. They feel pride differently. They feel pride over different things than we do. So us letting men provide 
us letting men give us things, us letting men protect, it's for their own good as well, as much as it is for ours. Like, do you get it? It's symbiotic. Like I said, whenever you listen to any messages online, even my messages, you need to always be in discernment. Like, don't feel like you have to worship a certain content creator and listen and hang on to every word. Just be in discernment. Like, learn how to think for yourself like you're a grown woman. Can we not? Can we not be one-dimensional? Can we not be no nuanced Nellies? Thank you. One of the cornerstones, and actually it's the introduction to our podcast. Okay, you can get that bag while also securing your own bag. You can be a spoiled girly, but like a financially secured spoiled girly. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, last week's episode was all about financially securing yourself as a spoiled girly. So that episode included business, career, saving and investing, stocks, whatever. Go watch that episode because I already covered it. Let's get back to the sprinkle sprinkle queen mother, Shara. She calls herself a financial advisor, not a dating coach. So from that description, are people really expecting all that from her? She's she's teaching women how to get that bag. And sometimes everything exists in a spectrum. And it's not even like a one-dimensional spectrum. It's like a multi-dimensional spectrum. For this example, let's talk about a linear spectrum, okay? From point A to point B. On one end of the spectrum, on the right side is Shara. And all the way to the left are the Pigby girlies. I like to think that I want to exist like middle right, obviously with nuance, like you develop your own too, okay? That's why I said it's a multi-dimensional spectrum, okay? So there's spectrums going this way and this way and this way and that way. Okay, but I like to think that I'm like in the middle right of this linear spectrum with nuance. So Shara will be on the farther end of that. There's people more extreme than her, obviously, but she's like right there. And sometimes if you're a pick me girly, you need Shara to like drag you to that end of the spectrum. And then you can find your place once you're there. And I feel like that's her role in a lot of women's lives. I actually came across Shara a long, long time ago and I did feel that it was a little sugar baby-y and I didn't really want to get into that territory. Like I had a clear view of what I wanted in life but like I said you appreciate people for whatever content resonates with you and then that's it. Did I end up a sugar baby? No, but did I internalize that I have inherent worth and that men benefit from me simply by me existing in their proximity? Yes. And sometimes that's all women need to hear because a lot of the messages that we've been fed as women, especially young women nowadays, we're being told left and right by these alfalfa bros that we're useless, that we're only good for one or two things, and actually the things that we're good for, they can just hire it out. So they don't really need women, but they're gracing us with their presence, and that's why they spend time with us. But we should give our time, gifts, presence, labor, and bodies to them for free, because we should be honored to get access to men's presence. Give me a break. I found Shara a long, long time ago, and I appreciated the messages, and I took it for what it is. It's an extreme 
message, but sometimes that's just what women need. One thing I do appreciate about Shara is how she is unapologetically her and she just really leans into it and she has had every insult in the book thrown at her. So she always has like a response in her back pocket and be like, no Dusty is going to try her because she already has the response because she's been doing this for 10 years, you know? And people are just not really creative with their insults and their stupid questions. So I love that about her. Online, especially on TikTok. Okay, I'm a TikTok girly. Like I feel like TikTok, I can let out my feral side and I could be just more candid. But maybe on YouTube, I am like that too. So we'll see. Okay, so the pick me girlies, there's like beef between the pick me girlies and the spoiled girlies. And why? Why? We're still fighting over the topic of men, okay? And one thing I just want to emphasize, because I get this criticism a lot, like, oh, y'all are still talking about men. We're past that. We're decentering men. I'm all about decentering men. I've made so many videos about it. We're decentering men, but just because we're decentering men does not mean that we are not centering our own personal desires, especially our desires as women to have a good male partner and possibly a family, which includes children. Everything exists in a spectrum and women tend to take like the most right, the most left. Like, can we just find some middle, like then add nuance? Because, because I am all for women getting what they want in life. But some people, some women have been so into decentering men that they have decentered their own desires as well. You don't need to cut off your nose to spite your face. Just because we're decentering men does not mean that we're throwing away our desires, which includes the cooperation of men. See, everything has nuance. The moment I decentered men, I found the best partner for me. You know why? Because I censored myself. I found someone who valued me for me. Yes, I look how I look and I act how I look and I have all this capital that I bring with me that I cultivated within myself because I enjoyed making myself that way. It added value to my life to make myself that way. And I wanted to find someone who can live a certain life with me who brought that life with him. This is all my doing. Like, this is all me. This is all I have ever wanted. And yes, it included the cooperation of a man, but everything was done for me. Like, I wasn't sitting around here thinking like, oh, Oh, what will this man like? Let me mold myself to be that person. No, I decided what do I want to do? What does Elle want to do? Like, what activities does Elle want to do? Does Elle want to work a stressful academia job? I centered myself. I really had an idea of what I wanted in my life and I went after it. And this brings us to our sponsor, which is me. I'm the sponsor. I created the inner circle for us spoiled girlies who are ready to become the high value woman who attracts high value friends, opportunities, and men. It includes the high value dating protocol, which is a step by step on how to do exactly that. It comes with 12 months of group coaching because I'm not just going to give you the cheat codes. Okay. I'm going to make sure you implement it into your dating life. I'm literally going to be there holding your hand. Oh, he asked me this. How should I respond? Scripts. I no longer do one-on-one -on -one coaching and this is the only way I coach nowadays. So get in on that. And see. 
Back to the topic, we are all about getting what we want in life. And sometimes the general public, like they just need time to catch up. Like I remember when I was started doing this, like I've been doing this for a while. And like by this, I've been speaking on and writing about my ideas on dating, which really goes against the modern feminist, the 2010s feminist way of dating and seeing the world. And we're going to talk about that in the next episode because I want to talk about how we are over the 2010s feminism. I don't even know what to call it anymore, like whatever wave we're on, but I'm over it because it is anything but pro-women. And I think at the time, it's what we needed, just like any wave of feminism, right? Like it was what we needed, but we need something new because obviously it's not working for women. That's going to be one of our next episodes because I'm over it. I'm over the 2010s feminism, I'm over the 50-50 stuff, I'm over women feeling like they also have to financially provide on top of all the things we already bring into relations with men. I'm over it. Moving on to the next topic, tell me why. I feel like the men have been on the sprinkle sprinkle since forever. When you think about it, okay, they are never shy to ask for relations, especially very early on. Like, sure, they would buy you a drink, they would buy you a meal, whatever. And then they would think it's a waste of money for them. They would feel taken advantage of if they did not not get access to women's bodies. Tell me why. That's how they feel. That's how they say it. Like, oh, I wasted money on her. I got finessed. Really? That's disgusting. So you really think that you wasted money on a woman because you didn't get access to her and her body on a first date? Oh, I'm sorry. Like, I thought a first date was getting to know someone who would possibly be your wife and the mother of your children. Like, am I missing anything? Like, what? So these men, they have been on the sprinkle sprinkle forever. Like, they know to be assertive about what they want. And it's only bad that the women are now on the sprinkle sprinkle. It's only bad that women are not awake to their worth and charging what they are due in the dating market and making men invest in them so that we can finally have a quasi-equitable experience in relations with men. Because let's be real, the toll, the labor load, the biological risk, the physical risk, the financial risks that women take when in relations with men, we're still at a loss. Doesn't matter if a man is paying all of your bills or whatever, you are still at a loss. So the sprinkle sprinkle is giving women a semblance of equity in relationships. But whatever, we're not ready for that conversation yet. And that's why the sprinkle sprinkle is getting hate. Men have been on the sprinkle sprinkle for a long time and it's only bad when women start doing it. Not about it. So the sprinkle sprinkle movement for the besties, for the girlies, could not have come at a better time. I mean, I wish it came at an earlier time. Shira has been doing this for 10 years. Like, it literally took 10 years for everyone to catch on. She's a pioneer. She's imperfect. She may be a problematic fave. But the way she has changed women's psyche... So let's talk about what happened to the women who came before us. So these are the women who have been married for five to ten plus years and they were not on the sprinkle sprinkle, okay? They were the pygmishas and I just wanted to show you this video because this is why I'm doing this as well and okay, let's just play it. Well, I'll never be a pygmisha ever again because I did the most pygmisha thing I could ever pygmisha do. I dead ass begged a man who cheated on me to choose me, to pick me. And it gets worse, way worse. 
pick Misha level 1000 like I don't think anybody could beat me this man never paid one of my bills he told me that after birth I still had to pay my half of the rent even though I gave birth to his child because I needed to come up with my half so I right back to work once I had my child literally no recovery time because postpartum was apparently a cop-out it gets worse I actually begged him to stay I blocked the doorway I even I believe I got on my knees and asked him to choose me yeah and he was condescending this was condescending and telling me he doesn't know and that things wouldn't be my way and just laughing in my face I even washed his feet like literally because I was trying to humble myself for him and in front of this man and trying to wash his feet you know the way that they wash Jesus like if this was Jesus yeah I did all that the most pick me could ever do embarrassing that's why I would never do it again that's why I know better I have learned all of the lessons I have done the most humiliating pick Misha things could ever do and that's why I'm telling you don't do that to yourself have more self-love more self-respect more dignity than to do those things no one is worth losing yourself over being a pick Misha isn't it's not the vibe just for the sake of keeping a man do you know how many men there are in the world a lot a lot and there's a lot of good men that would do right by you and that you don't have to beg or plead or teach them they're just men real men so please if you're involved in pick Misha activities stop today in honor of my pick Misha days please stop let's not do that no more it's 2023 Okay, I swear when I first watched that video, I was literally like, okay, I'm a softie, okay? I just like, it, okay, it just gave me these feelings, like, that's the future. And I, like, I've, I've seen that future multiple times on social media, in real life. Like, can we stop advocating for things that further the suffering of women? I'm just over it. And like, I'm so done. And like the abuse that I get and content creators that make similar content to me, just the abuse that we face all day, every day. Obviously, like we do it for a lot of reasons, but this is why I started. That's the future. If we don't get it together, that's the future. And she's separated from her husband now, I think divorced. And they have children and, you know, she's doing her best. And she's recovered from the Pikmisha activities that led her down that path to not valuing herself. And I think at the end of the day, the Sprinkle Sprinkle is about valuing yourself enough to know that you deserve and can do better. Like she said, there's a lot of men out there. And one thing I'm going to tell you now, Bessie, there is a lot of good men out there. There's a lot of good men out there. And you just need to open yourself up to accept that man. The sprinkle, sprinkle, take what you need, leave what you don't need. So the bottom line is the sprinkle, sprinkle, it gave a lot of women the audacity. The audacity that we needed to realize that we have so much inherent worth, that we bring so much to the table that these men, the men who are asking you, what do you bring to the table? They're ignorant. They don't know that they are coming to your table to present their case as to why we should allow them to further their genetic line. Why we should allow them to access our time, labor, presence, gifts, 
and body. They are coming to your table. You have so much inherent worth and I wish you would just see it, bestie! Anyway, all hail the sprinkle sprinkle. Now get that bag, bestie. <laughs>